Carol O'Foury. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till 12. East Coast Radio. And it's a Wednesday. And you know, whenever we have a Woman Crush Wednesday, we hop onto our Facebook page and we go live. So welcome to all our Facebook viewers there. Um, it's a Woman Crush Wednesday. We use the space to celebrate women doing fantastic things in different walks of life, in different industries, and just trailblazing. And I'm so excited about this particular lady. I met her back in 2014. Uh, I was still at Metro FM at the time. And it was the Metro FM Awards. And they were happening at the ICC. And she had a salon there. And I remember staying at the hotel and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm new to Durban. Who's going to do my hair? Then one of the, uh, the guys who worked there said, there's a wonderful salon down here. You can go and pop in there. And so I did that. And as I opened the door, I saw this friendly, beautiful Indian woman standing there. And I'm like, oh. I said to her, hi, I don't know if you do my hair. And she said, sit down, darling. I've got you. <laughs> and I thought, okay, let's see where this ends. Anyway, needless to say, I looked spectacular on the day. I was just eating up all the compliments for my hair, for everything. And I visited a few times when I came back to Durban those days. And now to learn more about this phenomenal woman and how almost everybody in this town knows her. And she's touched almost everyone's hair in this town. And if you haven't had your hair done by Auntie Shirley Naidu, then I don't know where you live. She celebrated with 50 years in the industry, okay? This woman has styled hair all over the world, including Manhattan, Silicon Valley, uh, Malaysia, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Dubai, India, and many more more countries. Uh, she set up a salon in a village in India in 2010, and that is still going strong today. And has done a number of pageants, plus worked on the Kadansamis. Woohoo! Styled the hair there. This amazing woman, woman must also be celebrated for her generosity and deep commitments to community upliftment. We're going to meet her now. Good morning, Auntie Shirley Naidu. Good morning to you and everybody else that's listening. Oh my gosh. I, when you walked into studio and you said, I remember you, I wanted to melt because I'm like, will Auntie Shirley remember me? 2014, so many years ago, the first time you did my hair. I came a few times for colouring, etc. And uh, sure, your talents. And it seems you also handpick your team phenomenally because they Thank also you. are ph- amazing. Thank you. So 50 years in hair. Yeah. How did you find yourself in this industry? Well, when I was very much younger, in my 19, I started hairdressing after graduating. Yeah. Um, In in matric, I wanted to do something different. Yeah. So my parents wanted me um, to to be a nurse or a teacher. And to please my mom, I wanted to do hairdressing. And... My mother said, no, you cannot do hairdressing. Bad girls don't are not hairdressers. <laughs> you must be a teacher or a nurse. And then I did vocational guidance. And when I knew what the nurses had to do, I said, no way, mom. Mm. Then I tried teacher training at Springfield College. I didn't like it. Yeah. And my neighbor who had a salon was... Um, she she used to dry all the towels outside, you know, hang out. And I used to get so infatuated yeah. looking at these towels, got me interested. So I told my mom, can I help her on a Saturday? So I did go. I had to babysit. Yeah. And I had to pick up the pins. Yeah. And I had to wash the towels. And I had to run, buy milk, buy this, buy that, make the tea, coffee. And then I started to pass hairpins to the hairdresser that was there. That hairdresser, Rukeya Isaacs, really motivated me to become who I am today. Wow. And then I carried on um, doing the 10-month course. And then in 1970, early 70s, Mm. my child was born. 
And after he was born, I went in to take him to the chemo- uh, the the for his first injection. You know, they vaccinate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was in Clearwood. And I was carrying Jay Krish, my baby, and I was taking him. And then the, a door opened across the road. And the lady that used to model for me, uh. that was her salon. And she said, Mrs. Naidu, what are you doing here? I said, I brought my baby for his first vaccination. And then, <laughs> guess what? She gave me a job. Wow. My son was three months old. They were so busy. I started at Salon With It at nine o'clock at night. And I worked there for four years, really enjoying my job for 60 rand a month. Wow. 60 rand a month back in the 70s. Yeah. Wow. And I I still enjoy my work like the way I did the first day I started work. And then from there, I, my parents decided they wanted to open me a little salon. And it didn't work out because I didn't have the expertise Mm. of handling a business. Mm. Then I worked, but I learned a lot from my first boss. And afterwards, I went to work at Salon Mona Lisa, Mm -hmm. where I worked for 15 years running that salon. There I learned how to manage a business, how to do stock, how to treat staff, because my first boss had already taught me all that. Number one, discipline. Mm. work on time you got no work to do you can't sit down and hang out you got other things to do and I'm like that with my staff today oh so beautiful we're going to get to know more of Auntie Shirley (laughs) messages are coming in people are touched by you I mean Prajeev on uh, Facebook says what a lovely and friendly lady and a wonderful family indeed Ngosnati says I hear you on the radio right now Shirley Naidu you rock you are the best I love you so the love is coming through you can also WhatsApp us 0617929495 join us on Facebook live you're in for a treat she is a treasure a treasure not only in the hair space for so many things she's done Auntie Shirley Naidu is in the building, my friends. And I'm learning so much from her presence, learning so much from her. Uh, As I mentioned, back in 2014 was the first time I ever met her. And I was in town for, I was working at the time at Metro Femme and I was here uh, for the awards and I needed someone to do my hair and I was completely floored by how beautiful my hair looked when I walked out. And also how how happy I felt. Um, Now, it is June month. It is the month of youth in South Africa, specifically June 16 is our 1976 uprisings that changed the, um, the world for the youth specifically who took on a fight to say no um, to the government of the time. And Auntie Shelley, I believe that you had some role to do um, with a very prominent human rights uh, activist, uh, our very own Kumi Naidu from Durban. Um, I believe you would help him with disguises to hide from the apartheid government. Uh, you've got to tell me these stories at that point i didn't know who he was okay <laughs> and i didn't know why he was i was still very young yeah and he walked into the salon with mr ronnie governor yes and ronnie told me you know shells i know you would be able to do this mm. he said can you just do a perm on this guy's hair but let's do it in a place where nobody will see you so i had a um platform in the salon Mm -hmm. and i took this guy upstairs and while we were chatting we were talking about um i belong to the sai baba organization and you know love all serve all whatever story i finished with the hair he said at that point he was not very sure whether i I was going to set him up 
Oh, wow. Because at that time, everybody was sitting, everybody else. But he didn't say a word to me. But I, I did what I did. But just a few months ago, he came out with the book. Yes. Kumi Naidu. There you go. And in that book, he tells everyone that how he walked into the salon, wanted the disguise, and what I did to him. And at that point, I was talking to him about how involved I am in the Sai Baba organization and what I do to make myself uh, feel good. And also, he must tie to pray and stuff like that. And it's on page 114 in Kumi Naidu's book. Page 114. I love it. You're going to go <laughs> yeah. to page 114. Now, you've done some incredible work outside of doing TV show. I mean, uh, movies like the kind of yeah, I've also what like um, worked with the deaf the VNI school for the deaf right. um, I used to go and do some hours there mm. and then I knew there was this one little girl who had so much of talent Laverne Maroni and Laverne is still in my employ I remember being at your shop in 2014 yes. <laughs> and I remember there was a girl and people were signaling with her yeah. and I realized oh she's she she um, is hard of hearing right yeah and, and I thought wow I cannot believe in 2023 she's still with you. That speaks about yes. how you treat people. And um, she she entirely relies on me. That's beautiful. Um, she's one of one of the the best workers that I have. Mm. She does hair. Mm. She she's does makeup. Mine, yeah. She can do a pedi. She can do a massage. She can do everything. Wow. And she's a grandmother now. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. yes, I mean I met yes. her in 2014. She was 15 then. <laughs> that is insane. Okay, so um, you were at the Hilton Hotel for 25 years. You also told me that you were the first tenant. Yes. Well, I'm, I think when they saw my CV and all the things that I've done in that time, mm. visiting, doing my first um, pageant in New York in 1991, and all the work that I was involved with, I just got the place without them even speaking to me. But for that, I must thank Caroline Lipschitz. Oh. Our former, you remember Mike Lipschitz, who was the mayor of Durban? Yes. So his wife used to frequently visit me in my Victoria Street shop when oh. I was a little hairdresser with three staff. Oh. That's where I started. And that's where Kumi Naidu found me at that time. Wow. It was in the early 80s. Sure. So I, I've never turned one day back for where I started, how I started, mm. and where I am today. I always feel every day that I'm going to work today like I'm going for the first day. That's amazing. And I leave there so happy. And I have a great, great um, bunch of staff that work for me. Mm. Um, they're very dedicated to work. If we are very busy, they give it the 100% without taking lunch breaks and stuff like that. So I'm very pleased to know that whoever I've trained as well, whoever's worked with me as well, mm. some of them are working on their own. Some of them have... Um, left hairdressing but the ones that have worked for me are always in touch even if they they're now 60 years old <laughs> oh i love it okay i've got two more questions before we wrap it up the first one is you're off to mumbai this weekend uh-huh and you it, this is something you've done several years what are you doing there on saturday no i leave on saturday okay. but my pageant is in pune okay. at the corinthians okay um at the Corinthians Hotel, which is a, I think it's a, some kind of lodge or something. Okay. And then... Um, it's what pageant you said again? It's the Miss India Worldwide, where they host Miss India Worldwide, Mrs. Teen, 
and Miss Teen Worldwide. Wow. So the hosts that, that do the pageant are from New York. And I'm so grateful to Mr. Saren, who's put me on an international uh, platform. I'm also going to do about 30 countries wow. on the 18th. I do the talent night on the 17th, I do the, the, and every day I'm with the girls. We go, uh, we go on sightseeing. We do, wow. do lunch. We do lots of fun things. Then we have rehearsals. It's a whole week of fun. Yay. And I don't want to get older and be like a granny. I want to be, <laughs> I have, I have five grandchildren. Wow, auntie. My grandkids are Dreska, who's, um, she's, um, Starting a new job in Cape Town. Wow. Maranka's a civil engineer. Wow. Jishmika's an um, industrial engineer. My two grandsons are in school. Oh. My younger son is a, um, he does traffic lights in all the African countries. Wow. My eldest son takes care of our business and all the finances. My daughter, you know, Melinda, owns a, um, she has a hardware company and works so hard. Yeah. And my eldest daughter-in-law is Komeshni who runs her own shop Hair Sensation at City View. I have this family who make me whole. Oh, yeah. you, bless you for, for literally taking a moment and celebrating yes, every I, person. I, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have the support of my children. They were young, three years and four years. I left them and traveled everywhere mm -hmm. and everybody else took care of them. Mm. I lost my mom in 1975, wow. I was in my 20s, and I became who I am because of my mom. She died all of a sudden. She took my brother to the doctor, had a brain hemorrhage, died in the ambulance in my arms. Wow. And I have that certain amount of um, sadness in me, mm. but... She made me strong. She had started a building of her house, which is 11-bedroom house. Wow. We were still at the bottom, just with the foundation. I got the strength of her to complete this house and took care of my two brothers and my dad. For 23 years, I looked after my dad, and my dad passed away after that. Oh. But I never neglected my family. And Bless up you. to today... My br I lost one brother, very tragically, my elder brother. But my younger brother, Morgan in Johannesburg, he's got a lovely family as well and their children. Mm. But my brother looks up to me as his mother mm. and he's always caring about me. Oh, Even my Shirley. boys, they yeah. are always for mommy. Even if I'm at work, they phone us. <laughs> Yesterday, my daughter-in-law calls and says, Auntie Shirley, what would you like to wear on the night? I'd like to buy you a nice outfit. Now, who does that? <laughs> I go home, dinner's cooked. That one daughter, you know, cook something. This one's cooked something. You don't know where to eat. That's so beautiful. And yeah. Shirley, as we wrap this beautiful conversation on, uh, Kelly, I need to do a podcast with you. We've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, what is your message to women? You just seem like you, you've been so resilient. And I love how you say your family is the cornerstone of who you are. But what's your message to women that are struggling? You know, we are struggling, Auntie Shirley. It's tight bills. We don't have I, support. I, I, I understand hard. where you're coming from. Mm. You, there's a lot. I have to tell you the fact in my staff. Mm. I employ a women who really need a job mm. because I know their hardships. Mm. And I go the extra mile to make them look be feel better and give them the support that they're not getting outside. 
But today women are not prepared to work. Yeah. They're not prepared to work. I did a mass wedding not so long ago mm. for 10 brides, mm. that 10 couples that had no money to get married. Mm. We've done so much for them. I promise you we dress them just before we can put them into a luxury bus. Mm. What you think I find outside? What? With their beautiful clothes. <laughs> they let me down so badly. But so, what, what do you say to them to just, to us women, to keep going? You keep know? going. Yeah. Uh, you know, every day is a new day. Mm. No matter how hard you fall, it's, you still get up one rung at a time up the ladder. Mm. And you try, because without trying, you must fail to go up again. There That's what success is all about. You must fail to go up again. Auntie Shirley, I need to come and do my hers at your place. I'm going to come visit. What's your address again now? 192 Windermere Road. I old Windermere Road, but it's now Lillian Ngoi Road. Lillian Ngoi Road, hair sensation. You can also go to the City View because commercial is a terrific address. There as we well. go. Your daughter too. Auntie Shirley, everybody. Thank you, Auntie Shirley. was such a pleasure. Oh, we love you. Carol O'Fori. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till 12. East Coast Radio.